Welcome to Haunted Hospitality, Southern Stories Told by Spooky Gingers. I'm Robin. And I'm Zoe. And I have a story for you today, but first, Zoe, how's life? Well, Robin, we um, made it oopsie-doopsie by being too productive. I hate when we do that. I know. The many times We're that we do We're too productive. So, unfortunately, the last time we recorded, Robin, was December 4th, and we recorded three episodes, and in doing so, we failed to recognize the fact that... We were literally recording the last episodes of 2021, and therefore, this is our first episode of 2022. We made it! Woo! Theoretically, because it is still currently 2021 for us. Who knows what could go down in these next 12 days. But you know what, listeners? If you are listening to this on January 3rd, 2022, that means you made it into the new year. Exactly. And congratulations to you. I know, right? So let's pop a bubbly yeah. and congratulations to you. This is the most twos we will ever have in a year that we're alive in. Yes. Yeah. I don't I know can't about wait. you, but I'm feeling 2022. <laughs> Thank you. We really needed that. Yeah. I can't wait for February 2nd and 22nd. Oh my goodness. Wait, okay, so February 2nd is going to be 2-2-2022. Oh my god, is that going to be a Tuesday? Oh my god. I think I saw jokes about it being a Tuesday, but I don't know if it's legit. No, it's a Wednesday. That's stupid. But the 22nd is a Tuesday. It will be Tuesday, the 2-22-2022. Yes. <laughs> so. Perfect. I, I have some barefoot pink Moscato bubbly here. Ooh, Yes, pink Moscato, because it's the sweetest bubbly. Also, Robin, I invite you to turn your cup upside down and push the button. Oh my god, it so lights up. When you try to drink out of this, it will give you a seizure, so I advise that you... But yeah, there we go. I was about to say, I'm so glad I'm not epileptic, because that would have been bad. So Zoe is oh. twisting things, because she is really strong, it does karate, and it's really powerful and can beat me up. Ah! <laughs> Robin sat there and watched me slowly twist it out and still scream. I am never expecting. Ooh, I love the, the little smoke. smoke. Yeah, which I'm sure like isn't actually. Oh man, the lights make it look so good. I love that you saw these glasses and bought these glasses. I did not, but thank you. Oh, okay. It's are they're all um, modern and they obviously are like changing lights and stuff. Yeah, so it has USC on one side, it has Project Lead the Way on the other side. I worked at Project Lead the Way at USC. So Robin, cheers to the new year. Cheers to the new year. I inhaled the alcohol fumes. Yeah, it was still bubbling. Yeah, that was interesting. Can you get like drunk off that? I don't think so. What if you like steam alcohol in a pot and you dangle your head over could you get it drunk cooks out but would the steam be infused with alcohol and that is what you're getting i don't know we should just like when we have a night when literally we have nothing to do <laughs> we should just try this well robin i already gave yeah. you one christmas present you did which and we mentioned in next episode we mentioned in next episode i don't have yours yet because it is december 19th Okay. Yes. But I will give you an episode. An episode. An episode. I will give you an episode. Thank you. <laughs> well, Robin, I would like you to open your second gift. Yay. Now, the importance of this is opening it on air. Yes. Because it's podcast related. Okay. So that, Robin, is it's... a cord. 
<laughs> and you know what that cord is? I do. I think I do. What is it? It is a cord that can connect your mic to your current laptop. Thank you. <laughs> so that if you have to record from home, you don't have to use your old craptastic laptop. Thank you so much. You're welcome. The reason listeners we need this is because I texted Zoe in a panic like 30 minutes before we needed to record and I was like um I need to use my old laptop because this one doesn't have the thing I need the port I need and that one the mouse doesn't work and also it's a miracle if it turns on yes so our mics are (laughs) USB mics Mm -hmm. and Robin's MacBook does not have a USB port it only has USB type C ports and so this is a mini USB to USB C cord I love the usefulness of it, and I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Also, this is just really useful for me in my day-to-day life. Yes. No. Yeah. That wasn't really part of your gift. It's just something I purchased for the podcast. And the next thing is your gift, (laughs) which I purchased before you mentioned that you don't trust it. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is an... Oh, my God. I bought you an EMF reader. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am going to have so much fun with this and then I will never sleep again. <laughs> okay. And I do think that like the next time we do like a oh. Uber haunted episode, yeah. we need to have that running. So we okay, listen. We don't need to record this, but can we go around your apartment before I leave today? Absolutely. Thank you. This- However, I do want to let you know EMF yeah. reads electromagnetic frequencies. So don't put it near my phone. Anytime you get a text, it will beep. And if you put it next to electrical cords, it will go off. Zoe, I genuinely love owning this. I know I said I don't trust it, but I still love owning it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, So I told you before you opened both of your gifts that the gifts were pretty underwhelming. Were they underwhelming? No, I don't think that any of them were underwhelming. You were whelmed? I was whelmed, Zoe. I'm so happy you were whelmed. I'm going to use all these because, you know, you gave me the mug, Mm -hmm. which is now at your apartment, but it is my mug and I love that. Yes. And then you gave me the connecting thing, which is going to save my life. Yeah, that wasn't, again, again, that wasn't, that was just something I bought and I was like, "Uh, I'll put it in her Christmas bag. I still love it. (laughs) I also love how honest you are because, like, I feel like most people will be like, yeah, I got it specifically for you. (laughs) Well, I did get it specifically for you. True, true, true. But it's also incredibly useful and solves an issue for us. Yay! (laughs) Yay! We're totally going around your apartment in a bit. Yes. I'm so looking forward to that. But first, we have to get through your episode. Well, first, we got to do... Or something, something spooky. spooky. Is it spooky? Yeah, I guess it's, it's not like, southern. It's definitely not southern. <laughs> and so then I guess it is spooky. It has to be spooky. So I, guys, we are doing an analysis of our astrology signs. Yes. And by signs, I do mean plural. Yes. Because we are going into our rising signs, our moon signs, and our sun signs. Yes. So Zoe. Yes. I think I think the way we do this, because I looked up what each one means. Like, okay. I looked up what your sun sign is supposed to mean for you, and then we can go. So I figure I'm going to preface like it by saying, here's what it means for us, and then each of us go into our sun signs, and then we do it for, like, again, for our rising and for right. our moon. moon. Yes. And, guys, I'm going to get some of this wrong, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just because there's really not a lot I know about astrology. We are just casual fans and also preface I, I i don't believe any of this has any relevance into like what's actually happening it's a lot i view it a lot like tarot okay like i believe that it is one fun to do with friends two i think that these are really just 
ways of understanding ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not so much saying that the universe is dictating that I am this way, but it is a way for me to look at something and self-assess my me, my personality, my goals. And I just think that anything that encourages us to be more self-aware without being self-conscious, which I think this falls into, mm -hmm. is awesome. Okay. What do you think of astrology? Um, I believe it to an extent. Okay. Um, What's the extent? So most people that I know where I know their zodiac sign, they generally fit with certain traits in the zodiac signs. Generally. Okay. I would say you are an exception to it, Robin. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. However, comma, but... So... <laughs> Wait, I love how this is growing. Is it going to be however, comma, but, yet, comma, so, and? <laughs> exactly. So I do believe it's one of those things where a little bit of confirmation bias is happening, where it's like you, oh, yeah. you relate to what speaks to you, mm -hmm. and then you, it's it's very easy to be scrolling or whatever and seeing a, oh, Leos, you're all X, Y, Z, and you're like, oh, I'm X and Y, but not really Z, but you know what? They got two out of three, so wow, they must got it right. Yeah. And then there's, it's very easy to also see somebody say, Leo's your X, Y, Z, and you'd be like, oh, I'm none of those. This person doesn't know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot of confidence. Uh, uh, Confirmation the, bias. Thank you. That's the thing I said earlier. Yeah. I know the term. I know. Um, but then again, I was reading through... Like, I, I've done my chart before, but yeah. I was reading through this in preparation for this episode, and I was like, how did they get every single faction of my personality on this piece of paper? So that was your experience? Yes. Well, I'm happy for you. Now, what... So I went to AstroSofa, because that was one of the first things that came up on Google. Did you do AstroSofa, too? I did astro.cafeastrology.com. No, I didn't do Cafe Astrology, though. I almost clicked it. But I did also go to a place called mindbodyonline.com for, like, the descriptions of what the signs are. And by that, right. I mean sun, rising, moon. Right. Um, but, you know, you can just put in your information and into a website, and it is when you were born, like, date, time, and location. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it could really vary by the minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so interesting to me. I did not... And the place. And the place. So, as a preface, I thought some of these things applied to me, but not necessarily all of it. Okay. So, let us start with our sun signs, because yes. that is what is... You know your sun sign. Probably. I am a Leo. You are a Leo. I am a Cancer. Your sun sign is supposed to be how you identify, what you really think of yourself, and what you show other people. So, like, your mainstay is what I take from that. And again... I might be wrong. <laughs> so, do you want to tell us a bit about Leo? Yes. So, a Leo is dignified and noble, motivated by affection for other people, hardworking. However, they tend to sleep in, laze around, and luxuriate for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. The worst thing you can do to a Leo is accuse them of bad intentions. And the second thing is if you don't appreciate them and their efforts. I just realized, I think I mm hmm after you said you laze around all the time, and I don't agree with that. I was just... No, I completely, like, <laughs> no, see, that's one of the things that really, like, fit me was I laze around and I do 
for days. Honey, you get up at 4 a.m. to do karate every day. But then, like, no, 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 because, like, I'll sleep all day on Wednesday afternoons. Like, that's just what I do. It tends to happen that way. And so I'll laser... you got up at 4 a.m. No. (laughs) Listen. But, like, when I'm working hard, like, I am working hard. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm either 100 or I'm 10. I'm nowhere in between. As long as you're not zero. As long as I'm not zero. (laughs) Uh, they're loyal and traditional. They hold on to people and situations for a long time before they gave up. And that is very accurate to me. You know that whole story. <laughs> they appear confident but are humble and self-conscious, which is very accurate. Uh, she is masterful. She likes authority. She aspires towards an ideal. She likes to give advice. She is honest, frank, loyal, and open and sincere. However, she has pride, vanity, arrogance, presumption, and disdain for others. <laughs> and I think all of that fits me to a T. <laughs> I will say, and I'm not like saying this about the negative quality, which is like so interesting because I don't feel like I feel like everything is a spectrum and you can't necessarily just be like and hear all the negative things because I think some of those things probably have positives to them too. They're just facets of a personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have disdain for others though. As I'm sitting across the table from you. Not, ra- not you, so, but yeah, random I, others. I kid. I kid. <laughs> but I do think that you are possibly the most Leo Leo I've ever met. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And as you know, because uh-huh. I'm going to use this to transition to my sign. Uh-huh. I grew up thinking, thinking I was a Leo. Because everybody told me I was a Leo. And it turns out I was born the day before Leo's. I was born the 22nd, which means I am a Cancer. Yeah. But that should have captured that, your cuspness. Uh, it didn't comment on it. Oh, really? No. Oh. Um, maybe, maybe it goes into it. I don't have a Leo anything. Okay. Now... The first note I have under my sun sign for cancer is, I am just disagreeing all over the place with this. Oh. It says I'm not independent. I take fair, I take a lot of like insult at that, no offense, to the website. Flighty. And that, I I do agree that I am both impatient and excitable. It Uh used those words. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you're a rock. You're a rock. Thank you. You're welcome. You're a rock. You're Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Wasn't I going to call you Zoe the Rock Johnson? Yes. I told you that. You did. Okay, you're Zoe the Rock Johnson. I'm just the rock. Do- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it does say Im- imaginative and adventurous, and it did linger a lot into the imagination of things, mm-hmm. which I appreciate because... Um, you're a very creative person. Thank you. And, like, my mind just flits over into different stories, and then, like, I include back into the present, and I'm like, I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it says... Uh, interesting thing is that it's like a dichotomy of loving to wonder, but also loving home and family. And by wonder, I mean with an A, like maybe okay. go around. Yeah, wander. Wander, like marry the wanderer. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of ambition and will. And so I do like these. I like some of these aspects. The thing that I just cannot get past is like the fact that like emotions are clearly the basis for cancer and that they are so erratic and sensitive and I just while yes that is definitely like a part of me I would say it is not what I would consider the main part so the fact that like that is every first paragraph you see of a cancer it's like talking about how deeply affected they are and I'm not saying I don't (laughs) I'm not saying I don't care I'm saying that all right but there's there's a lot more there guys (laughs) and can I just say like yeah you disagree with 
so you believe that your can- anything that you read about cancers doesn't really apply to you, right? For generally. The, for the most part, at least that first paragraph that I was talking about of the main thing you see. But generally in the past, too, you've seen things related to cancer and you're like, mm, that doesn't apply to me, right? Doesn't apply to me. The aesthetic of it, nothing. However, okay. I look at everything Leo and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Okay. And I feel like that has a lot to do with why, like how we believe in the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, like, so maybe if I was saying that I was in a Zodiac that I felt very much attuned with, I'd be like, yeah, maybe this... Yes, Zodiac's real. But because you don't agree with what Zodiac says cancers are, Mm -hmm. you find it less reliable than I do. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. There was... I I will say I agree more with what it says about the rising signs and moon signs for me, Mm -hmm. which let's get into, but you first. So... My thing that I got is my little spiel on rising signs. Okay. Your rising sign is your, quote, social personality. Okay. And mindbodyonline.com says, it's helpful in understanding the type of energy that drives your physical body and overall approach to life. Okay. So I read this as very, um, because social and physical body, it is what you are showing other people. Right. Maybe, like, more concretely than the sun sign is. Right. What's your rising sign? My rising sign is Gemini. <gasps> Are you in the yeah. High five. Okay. <laughs> well, Robin, you know what they say about the Gemini? Twins. Yes. Oh, and it's my God. <laughs> and everybody thinks we're twins. Everybody, listen, guys, Zoe and I cannot go out in public. Even after you turned your hair purple. Purple. People think we're siblings. They think we're siblings. We went out. I had purple hair. It helps that we were walking with your dad. But we went out with my dad, and people thought... That you and I were both my dad's child. I don't look not like your dad. That is very true. <laughs> but. <laughs> I love that. Okay, okay, so you heard it here first, guys. We're Gemini's. I mean, it's honestly like... not that surprising considering we were born a month apart. Yeah, well, exactly four weeks apart. Yeah, so. Tuesday babies. <laughs> yes. But, um, so, Gemini according to my source, Mm -hmm. see the world as a place to learn, curious about the people around them. Their facility with words can be a wonderful asset, although sometimes Gemini Rising's individuals identify too much with with their mental agility and forget in their personal interactions and communications to nurture the people around them. Which is so accurate! (laughs) I have found two styles of presentation most common with the Gemini Rising people. One style is bubbly, changeable, talkative, and a little quirky. Mm -hmm. These natives are interesting and fun. They constantly explain things, whether it's their own behavior and opinion or those of the world around them. The other distinct style is rather cool and intellectual demeanor. These natives are often quite witty and clever, but they present themselves in a less cheerful and changeable way than the first group. Their observations are sharp, and the overall manner is a tad brusque. Okay, listen. Listen, Zoe. Uh-huh. I did not read that site, but I feel like those are my two different personalities that I, I employ know. in different times. Like, the bubbly is when I'm with friends, and the second one is when I'm at work. Yes. <laughs> and oh, then my God. One more. It's easy for individuals with this position to get sidetracked as their curiosity is large, their minds are quick, and their attention attention spans are rather short. As children, natives born with a Gemini ascendant are often labeled as intellectual, inquisitive, and perhaps the odd child. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That was 100% me. Okay. So, um, you, that was a great description and better than my bullet points. So the only things I'm going to add are very Ravenclaw. 
Very okay. Ravenclaw. The next bullet I have is having deep conversations with those around you. Oh my gosh. And entertaining them as well. It's both. Okay. It was like you both get deep with your conversations, but at the same time, like you want to have other people have a good time. And I feel like that's very true because what I, I what try we to do as a podcast. Yes, we do as a podcast. <laughs> we, that is literally just a definition of what we hope to come out of a podcast. Have deep conversations, entertain you. But I'm not going to go into it too much, but just because you went into it so, so well. Thank you. And yeah, we're, we're, we're matching rising signs. That's kismet. Yeah, totally. And it's the twins. Yeah, and it's the twins. Oh, and that was the other thing about the twins. It was like, you want to share your experiences with somebody else. Gotcha. I talk about myself a lot. That's No, I think it means like you were experiencing something with somebody. Oh, <laughs> I think it's like okay. you enjoy going through life with other people and sharing things with them. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I also talk about myself a lot, though. <laughs> so, and I, at first I read it as that, and I was like, yeah, that fits. And I realized the other thing, I was like, oh, that also fits. <laughs> okay, now. The moon. The moon sign is your subconscious. Oh. It's the reason behind a lot of what you're feeling. Mindbodyonline.com says, quote, your moon sign's element is helpful in understanding your inner world and how you typically react in emotional situations. I like it. And I remember reading this one, and I can't remember because I need to review it. But I was like, oh, yeah, that fits. Okay. I read this, and I'm wondering, is this almost more us than our sun signs are? Yes, it is supposed to be. So your sun signs are... Then why do we always go into our sun signs? Because your sun signs are kind of like your public display, while your moon sign is kind of like, okay, this is who you really are, Mm kind of thing. So, I am a moon Pisces. Okay. Are you a moon Pisces? No, no, okay, I'm not. But I did been... wonder. Yeah. Okay. So Pisces moons are dreamy, not in touch with reality, but have remarkable <laughs> intuition. You do have good intuition, I think. I think so, too. Um, they can put themselves into other people's shoes with extreme ease, which is very accurate to the point where it actually causes problems sometimes, where Ooh. it's like somebody just wants to rant, and I'm like, but imagine what they're going through right now, and it's like, that's the worst thing you want to hear. When, <laughs> yeah, I've learned to go. Zoe, I'm just pissed. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're compassionate, but they tend to lose themselves in the suffering of others. Hmm. Their sense of humor is silly and odd. Um, they are perceptive souls, which I very much like to label myself with as. Perceptive souls. They are spaced out, but rely on intuition. They are a sucker for sob stories. Um, I can't watch a single one of those, like, found the lost dog. Oh or, God. like, soldier comes home to surprise family. I can't watch a single one of those without sobbing. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, quote, the ones who aren't too shy make awesome actors and actresses, which I actually really, really wanted to be in drama, like in class, like this class, so bad. I wanted to be a theater kid so bad. I'm sorry. All I'm thinking about is when you were like, oh no, the lights went out. (laughs) (laughs) Haunted Halloween special, guys. Oh no. (laughs) But, um... Solitude is important to them, but they also need people, so their retreats are short-lived. They're imaginative. They have sharp insight. She is impressionable with abundant imagination, gentle, warm, humorous, and artistic. However, they their troubles are caused by too much sentimentality, worries, problems, unhealthy imagination, escapism, and nervousness. Did it just say that your troubles were caused by problems? Too much sentimentality. 
Oh, but there was like more in that list, and one of those things was problems. Oh, t- troubles caused by too much sentimentality, comma they worry, comma. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your troubles are caused by problems, Zoe. Yeah. So how accurate do you feel that one is? I, I feel like it's pretty accurate. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you know what? The description's there. It's so much what's happening inside you mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be able to say. Right. You know? Like, I know it when you tell me that you cry at things, but that is a very personal thing. Yeah. What? No, it's just, <laughs> you tell me when you cry. You just told us that you cry at the soldiers. I know. Yeah, I know. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine is an Aquarius moon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I agree with this a lot. Okay. Uh, the description of it was basically the ultimate introvert. <laughs> and by ultimate introvert, I mean, like, my version of introvert, which is I require time by myself, which is not unique to me, but I, the, and the ability to choose when to be others, and the purpose of that is so that when I am with them, I can really contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I started living alone that I realized, oh, I, because I always knew that I recharged by being alone, but it wasn't until I did live alone and was able to, like, just recharge pretty constantly that I learned that I also, when I have that, I can also recharge with other people. Mm. And so it's almost, like, this really cool balance for me where I can, like, be with people and not be, like, tired. You're right. And that's just simply because I do need more space and time than I think people generally do. Mm-hmm. And that's just the balance. Yeah, like I said, the, the balance that I found where I am most, uh, I, most I would say myself in a group. Because okay. I would say when I'm when I'm not recharged that way or too tired or something, I'm just not, I feel like they're not really getting me. Mm-hmm. And I would like to give myself... <laughs> Give them the opportunity to experience me. I'm trying to make this into a joke, but it's just sounding (laughs) weird. Weird. (laughs) Um, I get along with people, friendly and helpful, but I'm closed off and skeptical. That's very true. I think it's very true. About the skeptical part. I I can be closed off. I would say I'm not... I think the idea of closed off is like, I'm a little bit cynical when there are things put in front of me that I'm unsure about, which I think is fine in these days and times. Yeah. Uh, and then there is an interesting dichotomy of feeling alone, like in general. It doesn't say lonely, but it does say feeling alone. But also at the same time, having strong relationships with others. Okay. And I kind of feel that and I kind of appreciate that. And I've never really seen that described anywhere. So yeah, I say that the thing I maybe even agree with most is the moon sign. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, we did it. You guys know so much more about us now. We have psychoanalyzed ourselves in front of you. Honestly, like, I'm not just saying this. I genuinely mean it. If you guys go and do your moon, uh, your sun, moon, and rising, I would love for you guys to, like, let us know how much you agree with it. Because, I mean, we have a very small sample size right here. (laughs) Very small. I would love for people to write us at hauntedhospitalitypodcast at gmail.com and just, like, Mm-hmm. Tell us about your zodiac signs. Or our socials. We're there, too. Yes. We just, like, like it when you talk to us. Yes. <laughs> and we do, like, I, I am genuinely curious to hear, like, yeah, how many people genuinely agree with her. And, like, maybe there's differences. So, for me, it was, like, 
two out of three uh-huh. that I agreed with, and you... How, how I was many? three out of three. You were three out of three, I actually yeah. read, like, all of them, like, the Mercury, the Venus ones, too, and I, I agreed, like, with all of them. Girl, I don't even know what you're talking about with that, but okay. Oh, yeah, you... For every single planet, there's one. We should just, like, if we never know what to do, we'll, like... Let's talk about our Neptune signs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, shoot, they're... They're doing it again. They're doing it again. So I have a story. Oh, yeah. And it is a true crime story that happens in South Carolina, but it's not murder. It is not murder. No, 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 no. Okay. I felt genuine fear. Oh, God. Do I need to turn the lights off? Do you think I just... Actually, you might as well. I mean, sure. We do have, like, glowing glasses. I was... It was a few years ago, about five years ago, actually. I was visiting a friend of mine, and... she was driving and I was in the car at night and I was doing the thing that I do, which is looking out the window. Ooh. And I was looking into some dark woods. Ooh. And I had the thought of, oh no, what if I see one? I'm talking about the forest clowns. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I, knew you yes. would, I knew you would have that reaction. Yes, the forest clowns in 2016 the that for- nobody talks about anymore. Forest clowns in 2016 that nobody talks anymore. Guys, if you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about... You're in for a wild ride. You're you're in for a weird time. How about that? I'm, of course, going to get into it. But it just got prevalent enough that it seemed like everybody knew about the weird clowns in the forest. And it was this incredibly weird time. And so I visit people in Greenville often. And so I was just riding around being like... You know, I'm going to swivel my head away just in case I see one. Because you don't want to see a weird clown in a forest tonight. You don't. No, you don't. So, ahem. Ahem. There was one sighting in particular that started, that seemed to start this whole thing. Okay. Okay. It was August 21st, 2016, at night in Greenville, South Carolina. It was at an apartment complex called Fleetwood Manor. Okay. A bunch of kids were playing outside. I guess the apartment complex was backed by some woods. And according to the kids, they saw more than one clown in the woods. I saw on an article on RT.com that one of the children said they were, quote, whispering and making strange noises. Okay. They reportedly flashed... No, that's the wrong word. They, (laughs) They showed kids some money. They showed kids cash and were trying to lure them into the woods. To eat them. I don't know. They they were saying, come to this abandoned house that is our house. Because there was an abandoned house in those woods. Uh And they were trying to get the kids to go there. It seems to me like the kids probably didn't go. Okay. Thank goodness. And I think it was only kids who saw this first time. And so one kid in particular, he went back to his mom and he was like, Mom, there are clowns in the woods. And the mom just thought he was making it up because that's not a thing that you would think that a kid, you wouldn't, if I heard that, now, of course, if I heard that, I'd be like, of course there is, child, let me go look (laughs) at them. But if I was then, I'd be like, "Um, sorry, clowns in the woods, you're obviously making things up. Right. And so she thought that too until the day after that when she was up and about and she said a whole bunch of kids, she said 30 kids, came up to her and were like, there's a clown in the woods, there's a clown in the woods. And she's like, oh no. So it seemed like they were talking about the event that had happened the night previously. So they called the police. Okay. The police came over, investigated things. They did not find any clowns, 
but they did go to the abandoned house that the clowns were trying to get the kids to go to and that's like a thing that's really creepy to me yeah that like there actually was a house there yeah because not saying that the kids are making it up but i'm saying like if this was a prank and you were just being like hey kids go to the abandoned house which okay don't prank children like that because that is terrifying no but the fact that there was actually a structure that they were then actually trying to lead them to because they were telling the kids that that was their house yeah the police went there there was nothing out of the ordinary there it was literally abandoned it did create a stir in the neighborhood i can imagine (laughs) someone saw said they saw a clown at that apartment complex by the dumpster as well okay uh but it did not appear to be the same kind of claim the kids were doing the managers of the apartment complex sent out a notice and were like there's reports of clowns in the woods keep your kids in after 10 p.m so don't let them be out at night kind of always be watching them right and like imagine if you're somebody who lives in that apartment complex and like maybe you're just not up to date with your neighbors or anything and you get that note and you're like i'm sorry what (laughs) exactly because this was before everything started this was the thing that started everything so i've seen this story it was shared on like nbc it was shared i think new york times this story got around okay and i have to assume this catalyzed things is this at all related to the clowns that showed up outside of south carolina as well yeah okay, okay. this was a thing with okay. a capital t with it or was it an it i am going to talk about it okay thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh th- this started to spread just Like, further beyond this incident. So, again, incident happened August 21st. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Here's a detail that I saw in, like, an image caption or a subhead. Okay. People who lived at the apartment complex literally shot guns into the woods. Oh, that's nice. Like, in response to the clowns thing, which, I mean, I don't think... I don't know if they saw the clowns or if they were just, like, I'm gonna do it. It could have been, like, I'm trying to send you a warning. Right. I'd still say that's not a responsible use of a gun. I would agree. But you said this happened in South Carolina. Happened first... in South Carolina, yes. Yeah, that, that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it checks out, but still no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay, that happened August 21st. Things started to catapult to the point that by September 2nd, 12 days later, there were at least four reports total, which means at least three more. They could have been more, of course. And uh, In the same woods or just around? In Greenville in general. Okay. Greenville, South Carolina in general. One of them. And this is the creepiest one to me. And it's not necessarily a clown. It, a girl called the police, and it, like a child, called uh-huh. the police and reported seeing two creepy things. And I have to assume that they were like together mm-hmm. or like at about the same time. The first one was not a guy dressed as a clown necessarily, but it was a man on a blue bike who was taking photos of children. <gasps> nope. No. Uh-uh. Get out of there. Yeah. I don't, no. That's the creepiest thing. And I don't even think he was dressed up. No. No. She also called in that same call to talk about a guy who was dressed in a clown mask, but that was like the limit of it. Okay. And he was in a black jacket and he was walking out of the woods. So because it was so close together and everybody now knew about the forest clowns, if you see a guy with a clown mask walking out of the woods, I'd be like, okay, I saw a forest clown. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those were the two she called about. A lot of these did end up happening near apartment complexes. 
Okay. Interesting enough. Um, so, Robin, um, I am currently in an apartment complex surrounded oh, by woods. <laughs> you are, yes. Just wanted Just to point that out. Don't look too deeply in there, especially at night. There is that graveyard I've been meaning to explore. I'm sorry, in the what? Woods. I'm sorry, what? There's an unmarked graveyard in the woods that we need to go to. Girl, you just gave me an EMF reader. Oh my god, when it's no, <laughs> not dark and rainy outside, we totally need to go into the woods. Yeah, totally. Another one of these incidents, it was near another apartment complex, and these kids were at a playground, and then they ran up to a group of adults and were like, um, there were kids, not kids. They were like, clowns. there were other kids by the playground. <laughs> no, they said they were clowns by the playground. And so the adults literally ran after the clown, because I guess they saw them too. Yeah. And the clowns got away in a dark car. And that is, I guess, the most description we get about that. Okay. Uh, now, this is stretching past Greenville to other parts of the region, which is upstate South Carolina. It went to Spartanburg, Traveler's Rest. I cannot go over every single sighting. Mm-hmm. It is too much. Right. We would. This would be a 24-hour telethon. And we're already 48 minutes into this. So I will tell you a few other things as they come up, but don't expect, like, every single incident to be there. A lot of these were by... Some of these were not by Woods, but a lot of them were. One was a a clown in a backyard. Shoo, get out. Another (laughs) one, and this is terrifying. So when I lived in Greensboro, I went to a, you know, laundromat, and they have, you know, glass, big glass windows, so you can kind of see the facilities inside. But when you're in it, and it's dark outside, it can kind of feel a little bit creepy looking out. Mm -hmm. And apparently this woman saw a clown just staring at her from outside a laundromat while she was in it. Thank you. Literally my worst nightmare. Yes. So this was getting a bit much, and Greenville Police Chief Ken Miller was like, listen, guys, if you dress up like a clown, we're going to arrest you. Wow. And apparently there actually is a law that justifies this. Okay. There's a law in South Carolina that says, you know, okay, if it is not Halloween and you are over 16 years old, you cannot wear a mask that makes it so that people cannot identify who you are. Okay. So the the idea is like, yeah, they're going to arrest you if you do it because, you know, it's getting to a point that people are getting really scared. They're starting to be hysteria about it. And I can imagine that there are some people out there who are like, oh, everybody's afraid of clowns. Let me put on a clown suit and go scare some kids, even if they aren't a part of the demonic wood clowns. I'm sorry, demonic wood clowns? Yes. I, okay, interesting, because I think, I think a lot of the idea about them was, Mm -hmm. like, very demonic. I don't think that there were demonic forces at play here. It's hard to say, because I feel like there are definitely some creepy people who probably had some bad intentions with this, and then I think that there were some idiots who wanted to scare some people, but maybe with slightly less bad intentions, because I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, there are some instances where I think children are in danger. Yes, definitely. (sighs) We are out of South Carolina now. Okay. Of course, things are constantly happening in South Carolina. This Greenville, I think, was the hotbed for this because they were kind of known, at least to me, as the Greenville Forest Clowns. Okay. Now we're in North Carolina. And guess where we go to in North Carolina? Devil, devil stopping ground. No. Tramping no. ground. That's what it was. That is what it's called. But no, we were not there. We were actually 52 minutes north of that in Greensboro, mm. North Carolina. Where you live. I did live there, yes. A man saw a clown in Greensboro at about 10 a.m. He said the man was in, the clown was in a red curly wig, blue and yellow outfit, large shoes, and a clown mask. And the guy who sees him happens to be holding a machete. 
As one does. As one is, yes. So he starts chasing the clown with the machete. As one does. The clown runs away from the machete. Uh-huh. As one does. And the clown runs into a forest, and the man is like, I don't know if he gets tired or what. I wouldn't actually follow the clown into the forest myself. Right. He calls the police, and the police are like, That's please put down the machete. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine if this was just a guy going to his next children's party that he... But at the same time, I can't imagine many parents would be hiring clowns when one stay over. There's some killer clowns going around. It, they're not killer clowns, necessarily. <laughs> the clowns didn't kill anybody. Okay. But yeah, I just found that funny. He happened to be holding a machete. The clown sightings were heavily in Greenville, Winston-Salem, and Greensboro at this point in Winston-Salem, for those who do not know, is about a 30-minute drive west of Greensboro. Okay. Now, at least one of the West Winston-Salem sightings is a known fake. The guy originally claimed, he's 24 years old, like us, <laughs> he originally claimed that uh, he heard knocking on his window, looked out, and saw a clown right there. Like the black-eyed kids in the first story. Like the black-eyed kids, like the woman in black, like your <laughs> greatest fear, <laughs> my greatest fear. He told police, he was like, there was a clown, it knocked, it looked at me. However, comma... <laughs> he admitted to filing a false report, and he Ow. got arrested for it. Oh, wow. Yeah, they don't play. Now, another Winston-Salem report featured a clown in white overalls trying to get two children to come with him into the woods with treats. Yep. See, this is a point where kids are in, tr- in danger. Right. Police looked at surveillance video of uh, the places the kids said it happened but did not see anything. So it's possible they made it up. We don't really know. And also, I mean, we don't know the vantage point of the video. Right. Yeah. And in general... Now, okay, it's kind of interesting to see so many reports of these things because there are layers to it. So there are times when, like, maybe in the first round of this, it was saying, well, police haven't actually been able to see any clowns, so we don't think it's real. We think it's a hoax. But then you have people who literally are dressing up as clowns. And I know at least one of them got caught. Right. We'll get to that. So instead of Greenville's motto of, we will arrest the clowns, North Carolina said, we strongly discourage you from being a clown. Okay. So it wasn't like, we'll arrest you, but it was like, stop that, please. And clown sightings spread as far as Ohio, Georgia, New Jersey, Alabama, North Carolina, Maryland, Pennsylvania, California, Colorado, Florida, Texas, and Kentucky. It is now coast to coast. Okay. (laughs) It is now broad. Uh, In Ohio, a woman was actually attacked by a clown. Oh, gosh. In this wave of it. But she ended up fine. However, schools did close in the area out of safety precautions Mm -hmm. because I think she was near a school or associated with a school. There was a 20-year-old arrested in Middlesbrough, Kentucky in September of 2016. So this is just a month after the first Mm -hmm. uh, sighting. And he was in a clown costume and mask in a woods by apartments. And he was arrested at 1 a.m. He was like crouching. People were placing threats such as shootings to schools, and they were using clown names as monikers, oh. which is another thing of, stop that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. That was just a thing that was happening, and they would say, this is something the clown, which is disturbing as I'll get out. There actually was one death that resulted from all of this. Okay. Um, it was a 16-year-old in Reading, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and he had a clown mask. It was not covering his face it was like pulled up on top of his face but somebody stabbed him and he died from it unfortunately. was the somebody somebody who's like you're a clown i'm gonna kill you or was the somebody another clown i think it was the somebody was you're a clown i'm going to kill you okay that's some of the 
issue with this is that I mean you this guy saw a clown and the clown doesn't isn't necessarily doing anything most of these clowns other than the ones that are like trying to lure children which is creepy as all get out are not technically doing anything bad it's right. just they're participating well one either they're a clown who's going about their business or two they are participating in this scare tactic moment right and people are reacting based off of fear fear um and that leads to violence. And so, like, that guy who ran after that one clown with the machete, what would have happened if he caught up to him? Exactly. That's terrifying. I totally... I know I, like, kind of was like, any happened to have a machete. But really, that is scary. And, of course, the police number one thing would be like, hey, dude, put down the knife. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll go and check out the clown situation. But, yeah, I just think that that was a really unfortunate... Obviously, it was a really unfortunate result of all of this. It's also interesting that the only crime that we know of that happened here was not the clowns right it was, it was against the clowns yeah we're just creating a mass hysteria really yeah by october the 7th which is exactly a month and a half after the first sighting there were at least a hundred okay like in the whole wave of it now into the fallout of it by september 29th and again these articles come out at different times i would love to have given you a like a progression of every date but that would have been a lot been a lot <laughs> by september 29th there were 12 arrests made of people who had either called in false reports or who had chased down people who they believed to be clowns mm-hmm. so again we're seeing a lot of the violence the idea here is that so okay you have false reports and then people chasing down what they believe to be clowns you're not actually getting arrests of clowns so people were kind of thinking is this just children with imagine like wild imaginations which i can see yeah. In some cases. Like, I mean, treat it like they're not lying because right. you want to make sure they're safe. Mm-hmm. But also, I can see some kids being like, we're going to tell our parents we saw a clown in the woods right. because we heard that all this was going on. And then you have pranking teenagers. And yep. I can also totally see teenagers just telling little kids. Telling little kids or, you know, actually getting a... Basically, uh, clown masks were selling up like hotcakes. Eek. Because this was getting close to Halloween by this point. Right. Uh, and so I can kind of see teenagers being like, oh, I'm going to act like a clown and, you know, scare these people. Not saying all these people. And then you have the nervous people who are like, I'm sorry, did, did I just see a clown? I'm not sure. So you have people who are like like me looking out the window at night and being like, oh, God, what if I see one? Oh, my God, was that one? I got to call right. the police. Yeah. I did not call the police over anything. I did not okay. actually see a clown in the woods. That's good. Yeah. Are you going to talk about the video? video the video of the clown girl i don't know what you're talking about oh my god the video of the clown no it was going wild on twitter at that time so like there's a video it's like a dash cam footage of this guy driving on some dirt road and i don't know where it is but it's like cornfields around him and so he like turns down this dirt road and when he comes around a curve on the road lit up by his headlights is a clown with a push broom oh my god really I think it's a push broom. It's either a push push broom or, like, a pickaxe or something. I know those are very different things. But, and, like, he reverses and gets out of there, and the clown starts chasing him. Okay, let me, I'm going to try to Google that. So, we just looked at a couple videos, and one is at night when, like, you come up, like, look like a bridge kind of situation. Um, And, yeah, the 
broom push broom push broom at night and was walking toward the car actually in both cases the the clown was walking toward it there was one i think you said you mashed them two together one was on a dirt road and the camera was jostling so i'm pretty sure the person was like walking Walking. or running and the clown kept coming toward them Uh uh-huh could have easily been staged yes don't yeah but but i totally get the scariness and clowns and woods just don't look like they go together no yeah fair, clowns don't really look like they go anywhere true Uh, (laughs) except the circus where they're supposed to be but especially not where you have literally just nature isolation yeah Mm. but yeah creepy as all very creepy uh so um target stopped selling clown masks clown masks leading up to october because a lot of people were really nervous about halloween so okay halloween is like one of the one days in Greenville where you actually can be over 16 and wearing a mask that obscures your face and so therefore they couldn't really arrest clowns and so what they had to do instead was say residents don't attack clowns that you see <laughs> they could just be dressed up as clowns for Halloween which I, I feel wouldn't... like it would be very like socially deaf of you to dress up as a clown for Halloween that year what do you mean deaf oh deaf or deaf deaf like socially deaf like under a rock Okay, unless, of course, you were doing that on purpose. Unless you were doing it on purpose. And a lot of people were buying clown masks, like I said, I think, for Halloween. But the reason that this was particularly prevalent, Mm -hmm. uh, this worry, is because there were threats about clown purges. Oh, like the purge. I read that and I was like, oh, like the purge, but it's clowns. And, you know, the purge is where all crime is legal, which I think... I have not seen a single Purge movie, but it seems to be like, murder, 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 murder. Right. So I think everybody was like, the clowns are going to attack. And uh, the clown purge was going to happen in select cities, which included Greenville, South Carolina. So they were uh, concerned about that. But a clown purge did not happen. Okay, good. Yeah. um, BT Dubs, the actual clown community really hated all this. I can imagine. (laughs) Like They were like, we're just trying to be good clowns. We're trying to make children happy, this is our livelihood, we're not creepy. But clowns are creepy. We're going to get into the creepiness <laughs> that is inherent or not inherent, depending on your perspective within mm-hmm. clowns. So, him. why did this start? Why were they there, those clowns, behind the apartment complex? Because of the movie It. No. Oh. We're not there. Okay. Uh, well, in August 2016... When this it, all started. Yes. Well, a little bit beforehand. It was earlier in the same month. Green Bay, Wisconsin had their own clown issues. However, that had a very easy trace. But it could have been the thing that inspired other clowns. I see. Green Bay, Greenville. It makes sense. Sure. <laughs> but uh, there was a clown with black balloons walking around Green Bay, Wisconsin, up in long streets at night he really did put a fear to some people Mm -hmm. there was nothing police could do because it was not technically against the law and so zoe you and i could walk down streets with clown costumes holding black balloons and we could not justifiably be arrested right it's just legal to do he was known as gags the green blake the green bay clown Mm -hmm. Uh, and it seemed to be a promotion for a movie called gags the clown which came out a little bit later however and I find this very funny. I don't think they actually paid for that promotion. Oh. Because it was actually an actor auditioning to be Gags the Clown. Oh. And he didn't get the part. Oh. But it did, I think, garner the movie a lot of promotion. So, I see. I've never heard of Gags the Clown. Me either. Um, but okay, how about this? 
more promotion than would have otherwise gotten. <laughs> there we go. People were like, okay, well, that happened earlier this month. Maybe that's what's inspiring it. But also, there was a movie called 31 by a guy named Rob Zombie. Oh, I know Rob Zombie. You do? Yes. I don't know who he is. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I guess I know a little bit, but... Rob Zombie is very... I think he was, like, in a band and very popular band. And also, he's a very popular director now. And well, he does a lot of horror movies. And he was also in those uh, spoofy horror movies. Like, the ones that are making fun of like the screen? genre. Kind of, yeah. Okay. I think it was making fun of the Michael Myers series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... This fella whom you know about and who I do not know about, uh, he had a movie called 31 coming out. Wait, hold on, pause. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about it. A pop culture person that I know about that That's you don't know why about. why I was really surprised that you know about him. I oh, my like, God. I, I was like, I don't know anything about him. Zoe's definitely not going to know anything oh, about Oh, no, him. I know all about Rob Zombie. Okay, well, you know about Rob Zombie. Congratulations. You... Let me just bask in this moment. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> So Rob Zombie, congratulations, by Thank the way. Thank you. Had a movie called 31 coming out, and it, it featured people trying to get away from killer clowns. Okay. And the idea is don't die within a certain amount of time. Don't get killed by them. Okay. Zoe, this is how I live my life every day. I'm like, I you wake up. You start counting. I wake up, and I'm like, don't get killed by clowns today. Okay. Priority number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Priority number two, go to work. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. No, yes. <laughs> so far, I've been 100% successful. Thank you. Not getting killed by... Why do you say thank you? I don't know. Okay. I'm just making a joke. Good job. Thank I you. Guess good I'm job. Not, thank you. I'm not getting killed by clowns. So uh, one of the places... this Okay. So it wasn't going to come out yet, but it was going to get a special preview. Okay. And one of those places was going to be Greenville, South Carolina, shortly after the clown sightings happened here. So people were like, okay, well, Green Bay did viral marketing for their movie. Is this viral marketing that is happening in Greenville, South Carolina, of all places? Right. And, you know, maybe. <laughs> I don't think being in the woods behind an apartment complex is quite the exposure you would want in a viral marketing campaign. Yeah. And I think when you are trying to get kids to follow you, Mm-hmm. That is not so much a viral marketing campaign mm-hmm. as y- you should get arrested. Yeah. Yeah, that is like kidnapping. Now, I'm going to give you a brief history of other clown sightings because here's something I didn't know. I thought 2016, man, these clowns though. What a weird thing to be happening now. It turns out clown crazes happen every little bit. Excuse me, what? They happen every little bit. Excuse me, what? They happen every... (laughs) (laughs) First ones, 1981. No. Yeah. It showed up first in Brookline, Massachusetts. Kids claimed that they were offered candy by clowns in a black van. And then there were more sightings within the Boston area, and there was no actual proof of clowns, but there was a lot of reports about it. Should be noted, these showed up in a lot of white neighborhoods. We'll get to why I'm breaking that up in a second. Okay. Kansas City, Missouri. There was more than one sighting of a clown with a knife. Okay. He had a knife instead of candy, and they were in a yellow van instead of a black van. But okay. I, I find it interesting, and this is 1981 so far, I find it interesting that they both had vans because there was not that kind of consistency in later sightings. Now, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, there was a clown. I'm not seeing a lot of details about the clown other than it showed up in predominantly black neighborhoods, which was okay. the same as the Missouri one. And the, I guess at this point, that's when the Atlanta child murders 
were happening. Do you know what that is? No. People were concerned that there was a connection between this and the Atlanta child murders. I don't know a a lot about those because I haven't done my own research, but I do know that that was when a serial killer was in Atlanta and was killing black children. Okay. Specifically. So they were they were concerned that it was going to start there. Now, I cannot go through every phase of clown sightings. There were a lot. So I'm just going to mention a few more, two of which are in the South, which is why I'm bringing them up specifically. These are both from 1992. This is Rock Hill, South Carolina. Okay. So we've, we're, we're, we're in South Carolina pretty deep with the clowns. There were quite a few clown sightings, and they ended up being a group of teenagers who were doing this. They would dress up as clowns, specifically like bully children. Okay. Great, guys. Yeah. Great. They were arrested, but they were let go because they didn't actually do anything illegal. Except like, bully children. Apparently that's not exactly illegal. Fun. Yeah. Somebody who lived there did put up a sign that said, Mr. Clown, we are watching you. Oh. We are all watching you. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy that. I worry that, like, enjoy, like, the, we, we are watching you. Don't bully our kids. However. However, comma. However, comma. I think, uh... Semicolon, however, comma. Semicolon, however, comma. I'm concerned that it's a bit of a, a dare. Right. We're watching you. Like, that yeah. is provoking. Yeah. Somebody who is inclined to dress up like a clown... To bully children. To bully children. Will now dress up as a clown to bully children. However, I guess it... I don't see reports of it continuing after that. It could have. I don't know. Then we have Galveston, Texas. A girl okay. said she was almost kidnapped by a clown. I guess it was not successful. And then there were more reports of clowns by schools, but the police never did find a clown. Okay. A lot of these stories end with, but the police never did find the clown. I would argue that it's very easy once the clown has been sighted to take off their clown stuff and carry a tote bag. Yeah. And then in September 2013, this is actually England. But oh. I wanted to bring this up because it's a, I guess it's the closest clown sighting to 2016 other than the gags the clown one this is in northampton england and there was a clown walking up and down the street and people got suspicious and ended up calling the police but it kind of became clear the guy talked about it and he said no i'm a college student and then he explained that there was actually a child he knew a little girl who was actually i guess sick and dying and so he dressed up as a clown in order to visit her and cheer her up gotcha yeah so not all these clowns like that's yeah. some count and so that guy was actually doing it in a good context and there was no other like clown sightings in the area that I n- found in relation to this in the article I saw it in mm-hmm. so I mean it's interesting because why are we scared of clowns because like clowns do serve a function in our society so like why is it that whenever we see somebody dressed up as a clown I think people are automatically scared unless you're at a birthday party and then you're only scared if you have a fear of clowns, which is not a real medical condition, <laughs> but it is called coolrophobia. Okay. So I'm going to talk about it for a second. Okay. I thought at first that this might be in response to It by Stephen King. Because the movie was coming out, right? When did the movie come out, actually? Because I didn't see anything about the movie. I was thinking about, like, I guess I was thinking about the movie. Oh, it was a 2016. It's 2017. But I do think it was delayed. Because I remember when all this was happening, everybody was saying that this was a marketing campaign gone wrong for it. Clown. September 5th, 2017. Oh, well, that's a full year later. Yes. 
But it, it, again, I think it was delayed. Okay, so you think that this actually affected that? So, okay, perhaps that was it. I didn't actually go in that route. Okay. Because I was thinking maybe the clowns in general from their very first sighting started because of it. But it was actually published five years after the original 1981 sightings. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that uh, these sightings inspired Stephen King. Because you're starting to see clowns as like a malevolent presence, like specifically out to get children possibly. And an article in Slate I read pointed out that in it, mostly children see Pennywise, but adults cannot. Right. Most of these sightings were by kids and the police could not find them. So that I think was a little bit of a tongue in cheek thing they pointed out in the article, but I did want to include it because yeah, yeah, you got me there. And then I read a Verge, an article on The Verge. Okay. And it was talking about how clowns are uncanny, and it used (laughs) a quote by a psychiatrist named Stephen Slossman. I think I butchered that last name, I'm sorry. And uh, he said clowns are, quote, familiar enough to be recognizable, but weird enough to give you the shivers, end (laughs) quote. And I want to go back to our conversation on the Uncanny Valley. Okay. Which you brought up to explain why people are so scared of black-eyed children. Yes. Other than the fact that they're creepy as all get Well, no. It ties into the fact that they're creepy as all get out. Right. So, for people who have not l- listened to that episode, one, do Go it. Go watch it's, it. It's listen. listen to it. Listen to it. Uh, really terrifying. <laughs> but the idea of the Uncanny Valley, like you said, is it is kind of a measurable graph of how comfortable people feel with what it's done mostly with is robots. Uh, how comfortable people feel with robots. And the idea is the more human you look like, they look like the more comfortable you are with them to an extent and mm-hmm. then there is a sharp dip in your comfort if we were looking on your, at your comfort like it was a graph when it gets into this weird zone of looking almost human right but just not quite and do you think that clowns could possibly fit into that or is it just a little bit too out there because there are it there are things that have obviously human features because it is a human dressing mm-hmm. up as a clown but there's enough that like there is an oddity to it and I can kind of see almost having that effect because I'm looking at it and I'm looking at like there's a human, but there's something so other about it. Right. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like mascots. So like... Um, mascots? Yes. Okay, I heard ascots. Oh. Like the little thing you have I'm on the clip. I'm afraid of Freddy. Um, <laughs> no, like mascots. So okay. um, like FNAF, you know, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, no, I don't know what that's a video game. Okay, cool. But anyway, I'm afraid of mascots, and I feel like that's kind of similar to clowns. Though I do believe that the fear of, like, a clown looks more human. It's just they're hidden because of the face paint and stuff. I don't know. Okay. It's it's like you. I so, think so you're if saying I that they're not they're not creepy, like they're not distinct from humans enough to fall into that category. Personally, no. The reason okay. I don't like mascots is because I can't tell what's on the inside. I don't know who that is in there. And I feel like with clowns, it's kind of similar that they have such heavy makeup on, like face-distorting makeup, that you could look at somebody with the makeup off and with the makeup on. And it looks so different. And they look so different that you wouldn't be able to identify them as the same person. So it's not so much like they are innately by how clowns look in general terrifying. It's the fact that they are using something to disguise themselves. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. And I think, because 
Yeah, because, like, I feel like you can get the same experience of looking at a clown as you could maybe with a person in a really, who you don't know, in a really terrifying Halloween mask. Mm -hmm. And the idea is there's something, one, unfortunately, often menacing about how they look. Right. And including clowns in that, honestly. Uh, And then two... That person's obviously put on that disguise for a reason. And maybe it's mm-hmm. a Halloween party, but maybe not. And then, obviously, in the original Finding Fear of Clowns, I think that's probably what led into it. But now there's people growing up having seen it, having seen all these horror movies and these books and things like that of creepy serial killer clowns. And I think that has brought its own wave of fear absolutely so kids are not exactly going to i gotta tell you i never went to a birthday party and had a clown there same but i have seen a million clowns in terrifying things like you go into a spirit of halloween store and there's about five clowns in there jumping out at you yes our under maybe clowning unfortunately is a dying art yeah because somebody picked up the fact that these guys look creepy and it became a trope it did become a trope. And now people are afraid of them, not because they originally found clowns creepy, but because there's a bunch of horror material out there of clowns. I don't consider myself as a person who innately finds clowns creepy. Mm-mm. Growing up, there was one show I watched, The Big Comfy Couch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I watched her, but she wasn't, it was just like the white makeup, and then, I think the white makeup, and then the red nose. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she wasn't really dressed up as a clown, I don't think. So it was like half clown a little bit and I maybe that is one of the reasons I didn't have a bad association that being said I didn't have a positive association either right Uh, like like, I've never been to a circus you know are they even at circuses I don't don't know know. I think so where are they other than the forest (laughs) (laughs) they are forest beings now they are forest beings yeah but okay like we said kids maybe are growing up more scared of them because there's just more out there saying that they are scary than not scary. That being said, I thought I wasn't scared of them, and then I did see that video that you had me pull up a little bit ago, and there is something terrifying about those clowns, and I think it's because they're looking at you, mm-hmm. they're walking toward you, they'll, they're tilting their head, but they're not otherwise emoting. And, and they're walking very slowly. Oh, yeah. I feel like if something's running at me, that gives me a different sense of fear of something walking towards me oh yeah like it was walking toward me but i also felt like if i was that guy who was clearly jogging while filming uh if i turned around and ran it would catch up to me yes yes like it's gonna like it's walking slowly because it knows it's gonna get you it's hunting you exactly yes yes oh i got chills okay that's scary are you scared of clones zoe no okay i can understand why people are afraid of them because I don't like mascots, I feel like it's almost relatable, but mm-hmm. the mascots are definitely scarier. Okay. I do not have a fear of mascots. They're freaky. I would say I'm pretty ambivalent toward clowns, except for in the context of I'm alone with a clown. Right. Well, guys, that's all I have for you. Woo! Woo! Clowns! Now I hope you better understand uh, the craze that happened. The clown epidemic of 2016. Is that what we're called? No, that's not no. an epidemic. We'll workshop the title. We don't have to actually tell you the title every single episode. Right. Like we did with Grey Man, No Man. That was a beautiful episode. <laughs> it was. Uh, not to toot our own Toot, horns. toot. Oh, like a clown! <gasps> wow. Are we the clowns, Zoe? All right, guys, if you enjoyed today's episode, please 
subscribe, review, rate us. You can rate us on Spotify now. Please do it. All you have to do is go to our Spotify page, hit the three dots, and then it says reach this. And then you can give us a five-star review. It only accepts five stars. That's a lie. (laughs) Rate us however you feel. Five stars, five stars, five stars. I I don't know if it's showing up for me yet. I deleted the app and I re-downloaded it, so hopefully it shows up. Zoe gets all the nice features in apps before I do, which is a pain. Well, what type of phone do you have? iPhone 12 mini. Okay. I thought you still had the old one. No, I got myself a new one. I knew you got yourself a new one, but I thought you've still got an older model of, like, it's new to you. No, no, I got the iPhone 12 when it was just iPhone 12s out. I could have gone, if I wanted to pay the most money, I could have gotten an iPhone 12 Plus. And then soon after I got this, they did come out with an iPhone 13. But I heard it's not that much of an improvement, so I'm still happy. And also it's a mini, so it can hold it in one hand. I have you have hands. tiny hands. Yeah. Fun fact, listeners. We Robin has just, small hands. I do have small hands. We were just in our... And also go to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Haunted Hospitality. We do a $3 flat tier every month, and you get a new episode on the 13th. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you want to see Robin's blog in show sources, you can go to hauntedhospitality.wordpress.com. It's also linked in the description. Yes. And also, 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 if you have your own spooky story that you would like to share with us, be it paranormal or true crime, or have you seen a clown? Please. Ever. Like, even if you went to a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Please write to us at hauntedhospitality.podcast.com. .wordpress.com. No, sorry, hauntedhospitalitypodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my God. We both got it wrong. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, yeah, please do that. Yeah. And we are on the interwebs. Yes, we are on the interwebs. Oh, my God, this episode. <laughs> we are on the interwebs. <laughs> to be fair, we've been drinking wine. Just a li- No, actually, that I took a glance at the Most of glass. it has been in my cup. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, so I have no excuse. We are on the interwebs. You can find us at Twitter on on twitter at haunted hosts you can also find us on facebook instagram and tiktok at haunted hospitality we hope to see you there stay Stay spooky. spooky